0: Welcome back to episode 173 of Your Best Year Starts Here with me, Neil Martin, and my good friend, Mister Nigel Risner. Your best
1: year starts right here. Your best year starts right here. Perhaps the best is this one.
0: And Nigel, our last episode, we were talking about, you know people taking towels away and, you know, taking sweets away and all kinds of stuff in hotels, right? And we're talking about customers, and you can't remember. I can see it on your face. But, you know, we're talking about customer service and all of that kind of stuff. Um, have you had any experiences along those lines in the last two weeks, three weeks, whatever?
1: Um, since you've now totally thrown me, because I had no recollection of the last <laughs> lot of episodes we did, um, I was going to be thinking of something completely different. and now you've totally thrown me, which is great because – That's what happens in life. You think you know what you're going to be talking about and someone throws a curveball at you. So in the last couple of weeks, I've been doing absolutely sweet FA, but what I have been doing is getting ready for the most phenomenal – April and May, that's gone ballistic. So I'm doing lots of preparation. So I can't remember a thing about towels and everything else, even though I know a story about a towel. So this is going to be a classic episode of Nigel not knowing what's going on here. But I'll get back to it in a minute because my brain will kick into gear. And I'm not even going to use the old excuse of brain aneurysm because I just think i am getting to 60 very soon and I don't know what I'm doing. But interestingly, I'm about to celebrate my 25th year as a speaker that's awesome my 60th birthday coming up in july and trying to organize some thank you celebrations along the way because i don't often say it, but you know without your support after three years we definitely wouldn't have a podcast going mm-hmm. after 10 years with some of my mastermind speaking partners i wouldn't have got through covid knowing how to use any of this equipment you know brian Cherner, who set me up with the academy of Chief XX literally 24 years ago. So I'm a lot about gratitude at the moment and consistency and lots of things going on in my head right now because, you know, we're a sixth of the year, sixth of the way through the year now, which is quite incredible. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this year seems to be flying by because my april and may and half of june is already booked in a way it's going to be july before i know which is my birthday month and 25 years as a speaker and we need to think about really carefully that if you don't start putting things into place time just goes really fast Mm -hmm. and you generally can't remember what was going on what's interesting is that when you have success you can't always remember how you got to your success. But when there's a negative story, we definitely can remember that stuff. And because I haven't had much negativity recently, I can't remember where I am. I know I'm here, <laughs> but that's, that's about as much as I know. Well,
0: I um, I think part of the reason I, I mentioned it is, you know, I was, I'll be really honest. I was looking to see what episode number we're on. And it's got the title of the last one as well as the number of the last one. So, you know, checking that up before we started recording. And um, I had an experience. I was supposed to be on holiday last week
1: and because that's of the, right, that's why we didn't do the recording yeah, yeah
0: and, and because of the storms um it it, it basically got cancelled okay so supposed supposed to be at a um at a resort location in the UK that's normally in forests and things and is quite well known um, normally
1: like the centre of the country
0: well centre something yeah <laughs> okay and quite well known um and i i don't know i i'm not really into i'm not really into naming and shaming as such but I am quite disappointed with them just in terms of, I I totally get the storm was out of their control. I totally get that cancelling, you know, and closing their venues would have, you know, would have been a big deal for them and not something they would have done lightly. That I'm all okay with. The bit that disappoints and saddens me is if it wasn't for checking, if it wasn't for somebody else telling me I should check their website slash social media, I wouldn't have known it was cancelled.
1: And but that goes back to everything that we've spoken about, about
0: communication. Exactly. And in their, in their notification, it said, you know, you will be receiving an email and a text. Yeah, about a week after we were supposed to be there. Yeah. So, you know, and, and if you think, you know, ignore what my personal situation was around this, you imagine how many people would have potentially started their travel the day before. You think of how, you know, all of those kinds of things. How many people would have purchased things to take with them? How many people would have made all kinds of plans, commitments, put dogs in kennels, cats okay, in catteries? where you are and- there,
1: Neil. They didn't make that decision in a minute. Exactly. They were making those decisions with provisions days before this. Exactly. And didn't notify you, which if- is always baffling.
0: And well, and yeah. honestly, you know, I, I find it hard to believe an organisation of that size doesn't have the technology in place that by hitting a few buttons, they can't send a text message or an email to everyone that was due to arrive the following day, even if it was literally the day before. I find it hard to believe they couldn't do that. You know, most small businesses now have an email software that or a CRM system that they can do that. So I find it hard to believe that a big one wouldn't. And so, like I say, I just I just find it a bit disappointing. And I wasn't necessarily going to mention it until I happened to see the last episode where we were talking about you know them taking away your towels from a hotel because you were only one person, not two, and I taking know, away I your sweets and stuff I like now that. Right. The story. And, um, you know, that was that. And it was literally seeing that title. It just made me go, do you know what? I am going to mention this and I'm going to mention it just from the point of view of you know, if we think about the kind of thing that like Jeff Ram talks about in terms of celebrity service, you know, if there were any celebrities booked in for that week for half term with their kids and it was known they were celebrities, I guarantee they'd have got a phone call or a text or an email or something.
1: Yeah, but you see, go back to the original part of when I talk about someone like Amazon, okay? Yeah. So you know you go online because it's simple. Yeah. And if they've got the product, you know in a second. And if they haven't got the product, you know within a second. Yep. And everything the they do is to keep your dopamine high. So you book Centre Park, and I've now mentioned the name. <laughs> you've got an idea where you want to go, the excitement builds up. And yeah, obviously they didn't know about the wind. But I promise you, they are an organisation. I'm going to go back a step. So I did, I did some work a long, long time ago with a petrol station. I won't mention the name. Two letters, though, but I won't mention the name of the OK? <laughs> and what was baffling, that this was in the summer, OK? Now, I don't know if you know, when you go to a petrol station in the height of the summer, most of the stores by the petrol stations, they buy their stuff based on how often people buy stuff in their stores. Mm-hmm. Or when it's really, really hot, have a guess what's a big selling item. in the Ice summer. cream. Yeah. But when they run out of ice cream, in theory, they've got to notify central office. You've then got to get their lorries out, whatever. You would think that when the weather is that hot, and they've got a phone, because I have a phone, even it's my Apple phone, that tells me what the weather's going to be like for the next week. Yep. And it's pretty accurate. Yep. You would think they would have provisions, bearing in mind it's a mainstay item, and they don't make, make that much money from petrol per se. They would be stocking up. Mm-hmm. And this, and I was at this conference, and this got mentioned, and I thought, this is just baffling that companies of that size don't have a temperature guide for the week or whatever and then you have an organization like center Park, which has people where it's unbelievably expensive through school holidays like three times the cost so obviously loads of people coming with kids excitement and then the storm was they would have known were coming because if you go on the six o'clock news on the BBC, they tell you seven days in advance what's going to be happening. Yep. So seven days before there should have been warning letters, there's going to be problems. There's a risk. They are, there may,
0: we, may, you know, yeah. we will do everything we can to stay open. Be, but be aware. Yeah, exactly. And they have
1: an email facility because I've been sent apart. And trust me, when there's a price increase, the email <laughs> would go in about four seconds. But this is for everyone who's listening. Customers can deal with change. They hate they hate uncertainty. They don't mind things happening, but they hate surprises. Mm-hmm. And when I say they hate surprises, the idea that, you know, the kids are excited, you've got – and it's massively driven towards the kids – that you've now got someone like your daughter who doesn't ever want to go back to Centre Park, who yeah, then grows up – and-
0: actually does still want to go, but, you know, it's, it's now trying to rearrange it and stuff. And it's not – it's not – how do I put this – It hasn't left me with the warm and fuzzies of I really want to rebook this. Yes, your dopamine
1: moment has gone. And now if there was an equivalent, you may go, even though your daughter wants to go there. What I'm saying is people can deal with change. You know, every single day, you know, we've got a postal system where our books go through a central service. And every so often Amazon, for whatever reason, don't accept our books and we get them sent back but we make notes on twitter on on twitter on linkedin that if you had any problems buying our books on amazon speak to us we yep. know that amazon is an enormous machine Yeah. so we're constantly telling people there could be an issue then speak to us we're not just relying on a third party to do it so for everyone who's listening today be aware that your customers want an easy option to buy If you potentially know there is a problem, reach out to them through social media so they have an idea what's going on. You know, when we had the problems with the Suez Canal and there were no ships going through because of the way the, the, uh, that, that boat, the boat, the ship went the wrong way. We yeah. knew there was problems on stock. We we know yeah. that we know there's problems at the moment for various huge,
0: reasons. Huge problems on hot tubs when that Suez canal thing happened. By the way, just well, just for reference, it was almost impossible to get hold of one in this country at that point. And you
1: know, with all the lockdowns no, and stuff a still going on, you'd want to be telling people. Yeah. So I'm just saying to everyone who's listening. People don't mind if there's an issue, providing they find out and you can explain. What people hate more than anything else in the world is either bullshit or silence. Yep. And I yep. say that because it's not difficult to find out what's going on in the world because you go online. Yep. And, and it's really hard to lie because somewhere online is going to be the truth. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. You it's know, some... I
1: remember in the past when, you know, and uh, we're going back a long time here, I would, I have been guilty in the past of having an event where i've not been able to get there for various reasons but the various reasons is because i'm somewhere else where i shouldn't be yep. and it's online and someone's notified people well you can't do that anymore nope. you need to be cleaner than clean and the tr- it takes a, it it doesn't take long to lose trust and what the, the phrase is it takes a lifetime to build a trust and it takes a second to lose trust mm. and that's the problem
0: yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I think the big thing with this, and it is, is something we've talked about many times before, but it is that transparency of communication It is that, you know, thinking about the, the person on the other end of the transaction, you know, like, if you were the customer, how would you feel? If you were the, you know, if you're in a relationship, and it's the other person in a relationship, and you do something, how would you feel if you were them? you know, how how would you feel in a business transaction? How would you feel in a personal situation? Like everything in life, if you put yourself in the other person's shoes, like, would you still show up the same way? If you're going to be on the receiving end rather than the giving end, what would you do? Here's a big
1: question for you now. How have they dealt with it now for you? Um, in my own opinion, badly. Okay. And what are you prepared to do about it?
0: Um, put it this way. We're current, currently in conversation with them to see what we can do about it. Um, but you know, it, and I think this is one of the uh, disappointing things for me. They seem to be quite rigid in a, th- you know, this is your option or these are your two options. We're not going to give I you. I think we need to scratch.
1: hashtag centre parts into this episode.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's like I say, for me, it's it's just whilst whilst they're trying to make reasoned arguments for the things they're saying, it it, it smacks a poor customer service, and you know, that's not. That's not what you would expect for what you pay to go there, I think is what I would say.
1: You see, it's more customer experience that's been poor. Yeah. The experience to date has been poor. And the problem is, and this is what happens to lots and lots of organizations, when you go the next time, if they deliver what they said they were going to deliver, that's only what they said they were going to deliver. You're going to be looking for much more Something special, Yep. And if they don't deliver much more than that, they've given you the room, which is what was on the brochure. They've done the activities, which, by the way, you're going to pay for extra anyway. So what you need to be aware of is that when people come to your establishment or they buy your item, that's what the deal was anyway. What are you doing to shock, surprise, delight your customer? And over-deliver, yeah. yeah, Over-deliver. talk about you afterwards. At best, you're going to deliver what they said they were going to deliver. Yep. So when someone buys a book from you or your new audio version... Yeah, you can get it on
0: Audible now. Dump It's Perfect's on Audible. I think it's on
1: iTunes as well, actually. But when they buy the book, they get the book, which is what they said they were going to get. If there's nothing special or it doesn't arrive on time or it's a postal issue, you've upset people before you've even started. Yeah. Whereas we need to start thinking about what's that extra 1% we're going to do to make it a memorable experience. You can't do a Tiffany experience every single time, but what you can aim to do is better than shite. Yep. So let, let's, leave you, on, leave let, let let's,
0: let's leave it on that note, right? How are you going to do better than shite? Um, hopefully you've thought this episode is better than shite. And if you are, we'd love to see your review. And we will catch up with you next week.